Welcome to Post Show Pieces, where we pretty much talk about anything that we couldn't think of during the show or we just thought of. So enjoy. talk about stuff like this because it's like you know and and I, I wanted to piggyback off you tab but i didn't want to interrupt you for the sake of the quality of the podcast like you being Fuck, a, let's do it now. you know being an emotional creature like a totally resounds with me because i'm a cancer bro and it's like yeah. it's like ah oh, like dude you basically said everything i wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that when emotions hit me man they hit me hard dude it's one of those things where it's I don't know, man. There's this one day where I just admitted to myself, like I'm an emotional person. I've you know, and I used to think like, oh man, be emotional is a bad thing. It's like it can be a bad thing when you let it. But right. if you embrace it, dude, it's like man, crying and all that crap was like, yeah, it's not glamorous, it's not cool to like cry and all that stuff, but like certain things are like fuck being cool about it. You need it's to normal. go through Yeah, you gotta process. Why not it, normalize right? crying? exactly it's like when you even when you see your when you saw you know your wife you know or your or your fiance you know like i'm sure when you see her on your wedding day you're gonna be crying it's gonna be amazing right yeah if you if you don't cry she's probably gonna fucking hate you so yeah she's like get out of here well let's you know yeah definitely get some like visine so you can put it right next to your eyes like you're like you're crying i gotta get my on exactly get that real good looking cry that's the funny thing about it there are even level there are even rules to how dudes cry if you're an ugly crier bro like that's a problem too like i i personally think i don't know if i'm an ugly crier but like my face feels fat when i cry like eyes get all like bloodshot red like i smoked a pound of weed <laughs> i fucking get a little like anime like no like nose uh nose booger i'm like oh god yeah, a little bubble <laughs> and then extreme explosion and then it stops and then i just i have that post cry face where it's kind of like that's even worse yeah dude like i get that post cry face i'm kind of like whatever i'll be like talking normal be over the emotions but the aftermath of it is still like on my face like you can tell this dude went through some shit so I think, I think I, I don't know. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I had, I had ugly cried at my wedding. Cause I was like, fuck man. John, you, you ugly cried. That's what but I'm it saying. Was like, it was a handsome <laughs> ugly cry. Oh, it was so like this, respectable. This, it was like, bro, you love your wife. That <laughs> like word. Yeah, it was, I remember it, man. I remember like it was yesterday too. Cause you know, she had came down and I was just like, <laughs> And like, like I was trying to trying to like hold it back, but I was like, nope, yeah. that shit, that shit is waterfalling. Let it, go. Let not, it rip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't hold that funny? back. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't hold that. Isn't shit it back. funny that dudes were so programmed into this hyper masculinity that even while we're crying, we're like, I gotta make it look cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> like doing that Goku power look, like <gasps> exactly. At least look good, you know. Like that's the wild thing about it. Like it's oh, those are little weird, like almost sociopathic things where it's like. I'm going to control this raw emotion. Mm. That's wild. You can think about it where it's like, you should just let it rip, man. It's like, we have to normalize that shit for real because I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Cause the interesting thing also as well too, I don't think we got into it, but like the whole thing about sexuality and masculinity has been something that's been mm. coming into question these days as well too, where sure. it's like, I remember, uh, I think I was talking to John about this 
where people like Harry Styles are people uh, that are like, kind of like almost redefining. Pushing uh, the boundary. Yeah, pushing the boundary because you look at this guy and he exudes like confidence and stuff like that, which is like a core component of masculinity. But at the same yeah, he's time, he's literally you know, got a line of chicks waiting to like, you know, have yeah. him spread them open. And exactly. he's like over this here, dude. you know, talking about watermelons. And <laughs> exactly. He can blow anyone's back out. Like he doesn't, he can just fucking swing dick for days, right? Yeah. But if you compare him to what was like, you know, like hyper masculine back in the day, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger types or whoever, like it's very different. So mm. I, I remember with John, when we were, what we were talking about was we think maybe androgyny is something that's becoming like a new form of masculinity. Where, yeah. Like where it's almost like if you're a dude that has the confidence to exude very feminine traits that almost enhances your, almost enhances your masculinity. Versus back in the day, people would just think you might be gay. Like, oh, he's just a person that's closeted. Right. Or he's a person that, you know, doesn't want to admit, you know, they're gay or whatever. Perfect example. You look at, you know, and I'm, he's not my, I'm not a fan of his, but I respect the, the image and what he does is, a, is an individual um, within the hip hop community, Young Thug. Oh, hell no, yeah. Thug Thug. on his album cover, but he's supposed to be a hardcore, like, rapper, whatnot. You know, yeah. breaks that mold of the, you know, you know, super gangster, like, you know, I fuck bitches, I smoke weed, I, I pop fools, you know, things like that. And he's over here wearing a dress. Hell yeah, like, Jeffrey. Like, get at me. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah, dude. So I actually, I, I was looking up something and he said the reason why he wears like stuff like that, it's because it forms his body better. Like he doesn't do it because he's like feminine. He's like, it, yeah. it's better with my body. He feels more comfortable. He's like, this is what I like to wear. Yeah. You don't judge me for it. Confident ass statement. Like, it fits my body better, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like that, that, what was it? It was the, it was the Jeffrey album, I think that's what I want to say. Yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah, because he had that, like, blue. The blue dress. Blue dress. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. some, like, um, Victorian era style, like, dress. And he had, like, the little, like, bonnet and shit. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting thing. And I mean, I don't know where it's going because I do think that like we're all becoming slowly more and more androgynous because you see like, what was it? A couple, I think it was a couple of years ago where Ruby Rose, that um, DJ, oh, yeah. yeah, she pretty much turned that? every girl like bisexual. <laughs> remember her, like, when she was her on name? that? Her name is Ruby Rose. She was yeah. like the most recent Batwoman. I quit. When uh, she first got in the yeah. orange dude she has this she's in john wick as well too she was uh, yeah, a girl that was, mm. yeah but she has a look if she were a man if she were a dude she could be a very good looking dude or and as a woman she's a beautiful woman so everybody was all over the place. music like, video where literally like she's in the bathroom like literally she it starts off where she's like this definition of this generic picturesque instagram style only fans what have you looking long hair beautiful looking model type and she's throughout the video she's like stripping it down she takes off the wig she washes off the makeup it's like this short buzz cut and then toward the end she's like putting on like some man's clothes and she puts on a damn like strap on and like so yeah. she's bulge in the pants and whatnot and she pulls off the whole male look after pulling off the whole female look. And it's like, whoa, mind blown. Yeah, it's a crazy thing because both, everyone's just like, wait a second. Like, we have two sexes attracted to. That's a whole different level of attractiveness, you know? Yeah. Somebody being so, able to pull off both, that's crazy. 
Exactly. That's that's the insane thing. So you get you're getting more and more people that are becoming like that. Even uh, what's his name, Timothy Chalamet is another one, where he's a very feminine looking guy, but also can pull women and pull you know I'm sure dudes as well too. I have to Google so that's these people because I have no clue who the fuck these people are. <laughs> you probably have seen them. Yeah, you probably seen them in some capacity. Like he's. So he's in, uh, I think he's in the next Dune movie. I googled him and Nick Jonas comes up, so I don't think that's <laughs> the right fucking person. <laughs> oh man! But uh, what Tab yeah. was saying basically is like you know, take a look at um, like K-pop star culture where like all the guys right, right, get yeah. like these surgeries and they have these healthcare routines. They literally have the same routines as like the female K-pop stars and their yeah. actors, singers, and they do all that. But they're like gorgeous men and it's like yeah. well that's you know people like that in that culture mm. and like you take that into american society and it's like oh he's a pretty boy oh he's you know ah, this this that and like you know he he can't stand up to a brad pitt or a, a jason momoa or a or a dwayne johnson rock you know and it's just it, it it all depends on what the society as a whole pulls as is well this is what we like in a man that's true, yeah, because the K-pop community has always confused me because they are, like, if, they are very feminine dudes. Like, they could be, like, they could basically be women, you know, if you put a wig on them. Like, oh, yeah. a lot of them could be, but in that community, in that culture, like, that's just accepted, and that's actually seen as more attractive. Like, I remember, I forgot who I was, what I was reading, but I remember I read a thing that said, like, Korean women actually are not a fan of very muscular men. Right, the physique is a little bit slender, almost, mu- almost. What's like, that say about me, yo? Muscle less, <laughs> but dude, the, it, 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 it kind of confused me. I was like, "What do you mean?" Like, I thought like the opposite sex was always attracted to like more muscle. Obviously, there's a, a limit. Like, not everyone wants a bodybuilder, but I thought some muscle tone would be something that you know they would find attractive. But the, right. the, the they showed were like dudes that are just. I'm talking flat, like zero sign of like any kind of muscle development, but like you'd have these women just like drooling over them. Mm. And I wonder, and I wonder like what accounts for that because they come over here and I mean, I see there, there are like specific women I feel like in Western culture that are into K-pop guys. Like I've, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's like a big thing here just yet, but I mean, like, the girls that are into these guys are just, like, head over heels. But if you threw, like, a Brad Pitt or Momo over there, they'd be like, what the hell is this? We don't want <laughs> so, so this is actually – so we didn't get to this. So um, Emily said she wanted to, like, kind of give us notes on what she thought that, um, you know, a sample size of one, though, just mind you, but kind of like of what uh, – let me, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, it was, I think, I think essentially it was just like what, um, what female look for male vulnerability. Um, and she had mentioned, you know, when these are, I guess, quotes that it's attractive when a man is comfortable with his body. And this is kind of why dad bots are such a thing. It's not about the body. It's about the personality. Yeah. So can you kind of say that with Korean pop stars as well? You know, they don't really care. It's not really more so about the body, but more so of the personality that they exude. It certainly could be right. Yeah, I think you know? yeah, I think you're right, man. 
But dad bods are also like one of those, I've always looked at them as a smoke screen. Cause there's like that, there's that quote that's like, be careful when your wife tells you um, she likes a dad bod. Cause later on, the first thing she brings up in a fight is that you're a fat piece of shit. Mm. Yep. It's so that she can look better than you do. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful, man. Like I've heard that a lot of times where a lot of women actually are intimidated by really good looking men because the assumption is that they have a higher likelihood of cheating or being less faithful. Yeah, I can see that. You know, yeah, so just be ugly, yo. Is that easy? right? They getting you know hit up in the DMs because they be posting them, you know, them the the male selfies and be like, yo, look Ooh, at this, yeah. look at this chest, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. So I guess it just kind of depends on. I'm like, curious to see where it goes society-wise, though, because I mean, in ten years, I feel like the standards that we're talking about now are going to be all kinds of out of whack. Like it's mm-hmm. going to be completely different. Yeah. She had um she had also mentioned that being emotionally vulnerable is attractive but there's a fine line there's such thing as being overwhelmingly emotional you guys agree yeah you know being able to accept your emotions and process them acknowledge them and then work on how you're feeling to improve the way you're feeling leads to enlightenment Mm -hmm. um but being a constant complainer, being a constant uh, victim case where, you know, it's just day over day, you're complaining about this, but not doing anything about anything about your, your, your situation that's making you feel that way. Then I think that's where it leads to that fine line where, yeah, actually, you know what, maybe you are weak and maybe you aren't deserving. Mm. And it's kind of like seen as unattractive maybe. Right. Yeah. I could see that. I think that, you know, when you i feel like a lot of guys go through that and maybe it's like their their very first girlfriend or their very first like person that they actually love you know like they're like it depends on on the person you're with right like i know there are different thresholds man like because there's some there's some levels where like i there's some women that probably like if you don't cry at least once in their don't cry at least once in their presence they're kind of like, what the fuck is wrong with you, right? And then there's someone where Robot. like, you just show any kind of emotion, like, put that tear back in your face, you piece of shit, you know, <laughs> you know. So I think I think it depends with the I think it depends with the person you're with because there's the cultural aspect that we just talked about because I know like what like like Thailand for example, man, the amount of you know like the transsexual community out there is so it's like. In a, in a boom versus over here, but also as well too, you look at the men over there are very feminine just to begin with. Like the base level, you know, Thailand, was it Thailand? Yeah, Thailand, Thailand guy, it's pretty feminine. So I wonder if that has something to do with it as well too, because in America, I don't, I think, I don't know, there's some states, are, are there some states that are more masculine than others? Is that a thing? <laughs> right. uh, Texas, New York. Uh, New York, I, I would disagree with you on that one because New York is a melting pot. Like I always say, mm-hmm. people from New York yeah. have every sexuality, like they're trisexual. They have right. everything. <laughs> just throw it into that, right? <laughs> yeah, there is everything, and then you got people like Texas is a good example because Texas is like the stereotypical. The stereotype of Texas is like we like guns, we like shooting shit, drinking Not beer, right. and I wear white beaters in public, and I don't care, you know. <laughs> but then you go to maybe a place like, let's say, for example, like. Washington DC where everyone's like considered very professional and stuff like that. And maybe, you know, they probably get their haircut twice a week and get manicures and pedicures and all that. That's yeah, a lot of money, man. <laughs> Fuck that. So yeah, man. But 
different for everybody. Everybody walks different lives of path. And I think what it comes down is, you know, everybody needs to be more accepting on how everybody wants to handle themselves as an individual. That's true. That's definitely 100% true. So um, Dave had mentioned this, he had sent me this picture and I don't really know how to, how to add it into the conversation beforehand. So I'm just going to throw it here. Uh, there's a, there's a quote from, from Chris Rock from one of his standups. And he says, women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under, under the condition that he provides something. So I don't know how the fuck that, like, I'm just going to throw that out there and maybe we can use it. I don't know. Can anyone, oh, you guys, Dharma left and Diddy was somewhere. Well, I guess I'll talk. So the reason why I didn't know where to put this with, um, you know, the conversation is, I don't really see how this, I guess, plays in with male vulnerability. Um, oh, well, here we go. I don't have to speak to myself anymore. Dharma. Yeah. Okay. And did you, are you back? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I had, I drank too much. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I, I was like looking at something and then I look up and everyone's fucking gone. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, this conversation is kind of boring. All this vulnerable shit is making me annoyed, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to check myself. <laughs> yeah, I just had to go punch a wall real quick. <laughs> <laughs> punch that drywall, boy. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I had mentioned, um, you know, David sent me this picture, and it's a picture of Chris Rock doing stand up, and it's a quote from from his stand up. It said, "Women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under under the condition that he provides something." Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know where to put that Whoa, in the conversation. That's a little caliente, my friend. Yeah, that was oh, that 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 is kind of true because yep. uh, like it's like you gotta be a provider like when they say like what, what's the quote the man is the head of the household isn't that like the thing yeah. they always say mm-hmm. you know and that implies that he has to provide and that providing i'm like that's where your worth is is that's your worth it so if i can't what if i'm a good person but you know i can't necessarily provide according to you know x y and z does that make me less of a man? And I think it's true, man. I honestly do. Idle balance, you're a beta in that point if you can't provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I may have all these other traits that may make your life wonderful, but if I can't, you know, do these certain things, yeesh, you know, you may be looked at as a little bit of a pussy. And, not and, good. and I think that's where it comes back to you know, that, that male vulnerability <laughs> is, is that, you know, the male is expendable if he's anything less than that alpha providing, you know, hunter, you know, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like going back to school, right? Like you get your A students, your B students, your C students, your D students, and obviously F students. Why don't we have that same ranking in terms of like the male masculinity spectrum? Obviously F would be beta. You ain't shit, can't provide, shit goes down, you're crying, you're in the corner. Mm-hmm. He kind of got to abandon his wife and kids and save himself. And then you have the alpha, you know, Captain America type, right? There are people in between. You can be a B student. You can be a B, like a B person who is pretty much there, but maybe not be as much as like Captain America. You can even be a C person where every now and then you show, you know, like random bursts of super masculinity, you know, and still be there. And then obviously anything less than that's like you're basically DNF is the same thing, you know, but I don't know why we don't have a range because not every single person. Like I look at someone like Obama. Dude, Obama is a super hyper confident person, but I don't think he's smashing beer bottles on people's heads in a bar fight. Does that make him any less alpha? 
He's calm. He knows he, he's so confident that he's calm. He knows how to handle a situation. He can talk and he can make people follow him to their deaths. Exactly. That, that was what came of it. And that's where that, you know, well, I don't have to break a beer bottle over someone's head to prove my masculinity. I am who I am. Exactly. That, exactly. That's a different type of masculinity. Like if Obama, the way he talks, if he were, even if he knew nothing about fighting, if you were to tell me he was going to beat the shit out of me, I would be scared. Like yeah. I'm about 90% sure I could take Obama in a fight. About 90% sure. But the way he talks would make me question whether I could or not, you know, versus like somebody you could physically see it. Like if I fought, I don't know, like, like some UFC fighter like Conor McGregor, I'm like, you can physically and visibly see this is not going to end well. I'm about to lose my life, you know? But, yeah, I guess we need more of a spectrum, so. Yeah, no, that's, that's actually yeah. a good point. Yeah, like, you know, it doesn't have to be black and white, like A and B. It can be not gray, but there is some people who exude full-blown alpha and some people who have traits of beta, you know? It's not... Yeah. It shouldn't be A or B, if that makes sense. Shouldn't be. I say we redefine it, man. I honestly really do. I'm actually ex- – that's the one thing I think I'm excited about with what millennials are doing. I always say millennials like I'm not one, but whatever. I like to disassociate myself. But mm-hmm. that's the good thing they're, they're doing is that they're redefining a lot of these archaic things that we used to just not even question, you know? Like the constitution of being a man is basically being questioned right now, and that's a good thing. That's yeah. how you get rid of some of all this like toxic mess and some of these things that don't make sense. You know, like there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things about, you know, whether it's dating or being a get what's feminine and what's masculine that just don't make sense at all. But since it's sure. just been, been that way for years, don't even question it. It's like, ah, all right, well, it is right. what it is. Perfect example. Oh, you don't, you don't watch football. You're not a real fucking man. Like yeah. go watch some sports, boy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you I like anime? Play, you like yeah. to play video games? You're a fucking nerd. You're a pussy. Exactly, man. I cannot tell you the how many times I've had to fake being interested in a sport. Like I have, yes. I would say I'm moderately interested in sports. Like when it comes to like for like uh, American football, I'll watch maybe half the season. I mean, I was born in Seattle, so I'm like, I, if you ask me Seattle stuff right now, I don't effing know. Nope. But there's a point in time in my life where I would try to lie like I did. I was like, yeah, man, you know, fucking, uh, you know, like, he threw, like, 50 touchdowns. And, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I was busy watching, like, Dragon Ball Z instead of the game. Like, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> you know? Right. Same thing. Yeah. I can talk the talk, but I don't walk the walk in that case. Like, you throw me in the middle of a football game, I know who's up. I know who's down. I know who's who's got possession. I know who's uh, who's playing and who's, who's offense, who's defense. And, whatnot but uh i don't know the names of every single player on the field now i'm okay with that <laughs> yeah no 100 percent. yeah like i said i don't i don't i don't really care for okay i don't want to say that i don't want to say that i don't care for sports like i will watch it if it's on but since i don't have cable or i don't try to reach out in terms of like trying a reddit link like i don't care for the sports like if it's on, it's on. yeah yeah, yeah. anime and uh other stuff are more important in my life right now so amen to that yeah yeah man but, but, how's that how's that re-zero john oh uh, you know that shit man i so we i need to well i need to watch it because I, I haven't watched it since you <laughs> since you like you showed it to us not that it's not interesting it's just i just haven't found the time to fucking season, do season it. two just come out yeah yeah season two just came out yeah i yeah. i've always seen that on like top 10 animes to watch dude like, have you watched it 
dude i know what it's about like that dude so that basically like good dude i only like, watched I, two episodes it's so funny because the main character ties back into our conversation it's like he's constantly trying to prove himself over and yeah. over again and like he always just falls short <laughs> yeah that's kind of like an anime trope also as well too right like the main character is always like super uh like insecure about their worth and stuff stuff like that and inadvertently end up becoming like you know the badass alpha like yeah, the number favorite, one hero yeah my favorite was ichiko from bleach back in the day dude i remember mm-hmm. before ichiko got that soul reaper sword this dude was like always getting like punched in the face by his dad and stuff like that <laughs> and, you know like was barely like barely getting getting through school by the end of that series this guy's like just destroying everyone and goes to like that token anime you know like shonen jump kind of like trope but that's maybe right. the reason why we're attracted to these things because the hero's journey is almost a man's journey it's like we start yeah, off you know kind of like a line with it yeah like it's have you ever noticed it's not that interesting to see a story where someone starts off as the hero and ends the hero it's the always more interesting the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The Patriots always winning these damn Super Bowls. Definitely interesting. It's interesting to see like a team like, I don't know, like the Cleveland Browns like go on a win streak, right? Mm. Right. Always, yeah, it's always interesting to see the hero or the underdog like kind of rise up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of like, I mean, I don't know. Mm. Maybe we'll see more of that. But Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll we'll kind of do the whole snippet thing here. Um, I guess next week that we are gonna do is it the music one? Uh yeah. Okay, so next week we'll be um, talking with one of Tadiwa's friends. I guess I know him. I don't know. I'm not really like friends with him, but he's one of Tadiwa's really good friends. We'll be talking about music with him, and then the week after that we'll be talking about OnlyFans. So, um, you know, be in tune for that, and uh, we have sure. some some two special guests that we that reached out to us so like subscribe are... and obey yes no there you go look at that that should be our new motto <laughs> um but yeah those, those are the few ones that are coming up um you know so yeah. continue to listen and stay puzzled well, fun. <laughs> <laughs>